0: You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 98. Hey, do you remember the Wedding Photography Summit last year that I held? We had one special speaker, Igor Demba, and he really brought the fire. He really brought the energy and his talk was really next level for me. I think we were all sort of blown away when we were watching it and we couldn't believe the production value and his insights and everything. So I have been waiting to get him on the podcast since then for so long now. And because we've both been so busy, we haven't been able to make it happen, but today it's happening. So don't forget as well, the Wedding Photography Summit is coming up just in a couple of weeks, depending on when you listen to this, but seriously, in a couple of weeks, it's $7. dollars we got a crazy lineup. I'm going to actually read out the lineup for you right now because you won't want to miss it. $7. You're going to have some major FOMO if you don't show up to this. It's the biggest event in the world for wedding photographers this year, so you have to be part of this. We have Gary V. We have myself, Jai Long. we got Jose Villa. we got Asha Bailey. we got... Joy Zamara, we got Quigley and Alex, we got my wife Lelou, we got Dallin and Sienna, Stephanie Fisher, Blake Hogg, Sonny Golden, and Kara Mia. Amazing lineup, absolutely incredible lineup. These guys are groundbreakers, they're trailblazers, they're doing all the incredible things. And it was a hard selection trying to get the perfect people into a room. And you now need to get into that room so you get inspired, you get motivated, you get more creative and everything else. So without further ado, today's episode is really good. And Igor, he he actually spun it and started asking me some questions, which is the first time that's happened to me on this podcast. And I just think it's such an amazing idea, you know? A lot of the times we talk about ourselves all the time, and there's a lot to be said about listening. So I need to do this more, you know? So getting onto a podcast, if I'm getting interviewed, like maybe I need to listen more or I need to ask the questions to dig a little bit deeper because a lot of the times we do these things, but we need to be a little bit more selfish. We need to actually ask the questions. So it helps us as well when we're getting interviewed. And again, I think this is just a great way of looking at life. Like where can you connect? Where can you add value? Where can you, you know, network? Where can you make friends? All this kind of stuff. So Igor, he really brought it today. I'm so thankful he was on the podcast and you guys, you're seriously going to love it. So let's get straight into it. Hey, welcome. we got Igor here. If you don't know who Igor is, he was actually one of the big speakers at the last Wedding Photography Summit. And um, I think he just blew everybody away. Everyone was so impressed with all the content that he's got, with his personality. And um, I think for me, I was... Let's be honest, I was actually Igor's biggest fan. I was so excited. (laughs) I was so excited watching everything. So I'm excited that I get to bring him here to make your break. And so we can uh, dig in a little bit deeper and um, find out about Igor, how he made his break. And we're also going to be talking about how to develop your style. So it's going to be not just in photography, also just in general as well. So we're going to have a bit of a deep dive and see what that's all about. And then Eagle's also dropping a course, and we're going to talk about that at the end of the episode as well. So if you are a wedding photographer, stay tuned for that, because that's some exciting news that I get to talk about right here on Make Your Break before anybody else. So hey, Eagle, how are you, man?
1: Being Thank you so much for having me, Jai. Um, I'm doing really well. Um, in good, sunny UK, it's looking good here. So yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: Man, you've been in lockdown for a long time, haven't you? So it really, it must feel like things are starting to ease up a little bit and there's a lot more probably like morale and happiness coming out.
1: Yes, very much so. Um, We're still in some sort of partial lockdown and that's not going to stop until June the 21st. So we've still got a little bit to go. But in terms of weddings, they're kicking off at the moment with 15 people and then eventually 30 and then with the unlimited amount according to the venue. But... You got to make the most of it, even though things are in some ways locked down, shut down. And you got to make the most of it, and I think that's um, what I've been doing. And talking to a lot of people, and that's what we've been doing. But at the same time, yes, it feels amazing to have things starting opening up and seeing you guys on the other side of the pond shooting and doing your things. (laughs) We are (laughs) jealous indeed.
0: (laughs) One thing you did during your lockdown is you actually talked at the Wedding Photography Summit. Tell me about that. Like, How was your experience and from your side? Because I don't think I've actually talked to anyone since... Or any of the speakers really like on the podcast or anything since then. So how's your experience with the Wedding Photography Summit been on the other side? Not being an attendee, but being an actual educator?
1: It was it was a deep dive. It was a really, really it was just incredible to see how you do things and how you work on things really. Even <laughs> before lockdown in some And educational stuff was always part of my business. But lockdown meant that I had to have a, a massive deep dive into, or a massive pivot into the educational side of it, say, so, um, going hard into mentoring, going hard into conferences, um, all online, of course, and and going to the summit was a highlight. It really was a highlight, not just simply from, um, marketing perspective, how you did it, but at the same time from a community sense of, of, of the people that you brought in, um, from the beginning in the sense of just how you were creating the ads and, using um speakers accounts and and just really gained nitty-gritty and and trying to um really promote the events in a really different way i had never seen it like that so that that was eye-opening that was amazing to see and and just your attitude in general really the the attitude of providing so much value for Such an amount of money, if you know what I mean, it it was ridiculous. (laughs) How how could people say no? How could people say no to that roster of talent and lineup for ten dollars, whatever it was? You just literally can't. And and in some ways, that's what I admire about you, and that's what I like about you that you were able to create something so big, literally, with that. And yeah, just the whole business model there. It. it was incredible. And it's not been seen in our industry really. So I'm sure we're going to see more more copies of that in the future.
0: But I'm sure yeah. we will, man. I've I've already got people reaching out to me asking me like, Can I get the blueprint? How are we gonna do this? But um I really was out on a mission to like show people that you can and like I, I was talking to you before the summit. I was like, Man, we're gonna do all this. And I'm charging $7 and I'm going to pay you because I'm sick of not getting paid myself at like things like this. And obviously it wasn't much, but it was like the most important thing. It was like, make sure that like you can show people, you can have a business model where you're not charging heaven and earth and you can look after the people as well. And I think that was like, for me, it was like one of the things that I had to sort of prove to the world. I was like, this can happen. Stop saying that it can't happen. And hey, we're doing it again. So the summit is coming out, and I know you know you found out who the big speaker was before anybody else. Nobody else actually knows, and you actually DM'd me to tell me who the big speaker was. And I was like, "Holy shit! Who talked? What's happening here?" So how did you find that out? What's going on here? And were you shocked? Were you shocked and surprised when you found
1: out who it was? Um, not shocked at all. Not shocked at all. It's a it's a giant move all the way through. It's a giant move all the way through. And yeah, as I said, as I said, whilst whilst I'm here as a as a guest, I uh, consume your content very much and um, admire it from afar and inside the business map, and and I recommend everyone to get on it because it's the best thing that you could do for your business, really. Even if you are at a high standard within the industry, but I found it out just literally just researching some of your videos, really, and yeah, it was it was there. So I just kinda <laughs> like to listen through, <laughs> Damn. and then message you, and then you realize that oh no, <laughs> <laughs> made
0: a Somebody mistake. Messed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> somebody messed yeah. up. So we somebody did
0: mess up. It was so funny because I got a message and you he said, hey, Jai, I heard you got Gary Vee speaking at your next summit. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> y- who told you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think as well that uh, it's incredible that you kept that on the wrap and just kept the close cards really so when he actually able to announce it to everybody. Um, it's going to be um, again just an encouragement really for, for people to really sign up because Gary is such a, uh, such a force of nature. The dude is incredible really. and to have someone like Gary speak, he, he's great at his industry and everything else, but at the same time he's, he's a chameleon really. he's able to lift to be dropped at any sort of industry and, and speak into it and read it really well, really quickly. So to have him specifically speak to the wedding photographer community or the photography community in general, it's, it's going to be amazing, really. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Man, I'm so excited. And, like, it's funny because I haven't told many people, but everyone that I've told doesn't know who Gary Vee is. And so I haven't had like a good reaction yet. And then I'm like yeah. starting to think like maybe no one knows who he is. Maybe I've like <laughs> I got the wrong person, you know? So I actually don't know how it's going to how people are gonna react to it. But for me, I think it's very important, right? For a few different reasons. Like one is I need to push myself. We need to as a team, we need to push the business and um, we need to bring in outside influences into the creative industry, into our wedding photography industry. So I was like, guys. It's all great that we got lots of amazing wedding photographers, but let's get someone like that's a thought leader and bring him to our community to share some light and a different perspective so we can all grow together. And I think I think it's so important for us right now to um to get inspired by other people.
1: Yeah. It's it's funny that you say that the people that you've spoken to that really know who Gary is because I guess, especially within our, our wedding industry, people focus so much on editing presets and whatever else, how to shoot and what gear should I use when the business side of it is such a crucial part that people just don't invest in. So and I'm, I'm not surprised in, in that sense that people, um, some people would have not heard about Gary and it's going to be the same um With regards to the summit, really. But so, yeah, it will be a shock. And Gary Style as well. (laughs) It will be a shock because (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be funny. Hey,
0: man. So, my unrealistic goal this year, I don't know if I told you, but last year was um, 10,000. So, and we got 8,000 people to show up. And my unrealistic goal is 16,000 people this time. So, I'm going hard. I'm going double as hard as last time. I'm, I'm going like, we actually. To make it really hard for ourselves, so we have to get that many people, I actually halved the price of VIP. And so because I halved the price, I'm like, now we have to get double the amount of people to make it work just so we can push ourselves even harder. So what do you think about
1: that? I think it's incredible. I think, I think you can. I think you can because, again, you, you, you constantly keep pushing yourself in that area. And it's incredible to see and it's incredible to, to learn from that aspect, really. And it's the share the sheer sort of like will to to go and get it um, I think I think that's the thing that, that will really set you set you apart from everybody else really that you've got that sheer um, ability or sheer how can you say motivation really relentlessness to go, yeah <laughs> really just to go and get it and that's infectious and in some ways that's why I really like you that's one of the things that um, makes me gravitate towards you and I think and it's an ability really to to be commended, really, because you are able to really bring people as well that have that ability, that have that sort of vision and motivation. And, and together with your team, you're able to achieve even bigger things that you thought were possible, really. So, so, yeah.
0: It's awesome. Hey, so let's get straight into it. And let's start talking about creating our own unique style, because I think everyone's got a different perspective on this. And I think you have a very interesting perspective going off like what you talked about at the last summit and things like that. And I think this is something that uh, we want to dive into and yeah, just see like, like what does it mean to you for someone to have like a unique style? Like, are you just talking about like Lightroom presets or are you talking about something deeper here?
1: Um, definitely something deeper because we are all individuals ourselves. And, and I find that that, In our industry, it's so easy to see um, images looking the same, stars looking the same, websites looking the same, and even sometimes ways of shooting looking the same because in some ways that's the the easier way of doing it, seeing how someone else is doing it and just blatantly outright copying it. And at the same time, the harder way would be to really sit down and analyze things, analyze the people that you admire, why, why is Jai so relentless? Why is Fair so creative the way he shoots? Why is Jonas so able to create and craft stories in such a beautiful way? Really dig in deep to those people that you admire, but at the same time, look, at, look within yourself. What are the things that I'm good at? What are the things that really connect with my work? Um, what are the things that Make me sing, make me actually want to get out of bed and, and do things and, and shoot and edit and whatever else. Work on my business. What are the things that really, really elevate me? And implement those things into the business, really. I think that those are the sort of like important questions that people don't ask themselves in order to really rise above the crowd and, and really make that star prominent for everybody to see.
0: Yes, I love that. It just cut out a little bit at the end. So I think it's really hard sometimes, like when you're first finding your feet, you're first finding your style. But would you think it comes down to sort of everything, like the language that you use, um, the way that you walk, the way that you dress, the type of shoes that you wear? Like, Do you think it really does come down to like kind of everything that people can see from the outside world? And is it something that we should be thinking about as well?
1: Yeah, I think I think that the way you present yourself is... Is, is crucial, but at the same time you should double down on that. You should very much if you're quiet and um, like to shoot from a distance, double down on that. Explain that. Ex- explain why you do it. And and show it. If you if you're loud and you love to you get in with the crowd and get in with the groomsmen and the bridesmaids and, and the dance floor and, and dance around with the mums and the grannies. Um double down on that. Explain how why you do those things as well so so yes i think it's it's very much about owning up our individualities really and i and and that's the one thing that i, I really like to see and admire photographers or just artists in general that really double down on who they are and i think those are the ones that really succeed those are the ones that are prominent those are the ones that are seen because they're just simply being themselves and there is nobody like you and if you really double down on it if you really double down on your own language or identity whatever you want to say you can only win you can only set yourself up to win
0: do you think it's like pretty hard for people because um i noticed like even inside the business map people would use language like i'm trying to fit in and i'm part of a community on facebook and i'm trying to fit in with those guys or my local photographers in the area i'm trying to fit in with that or with my couples and where i am i'm trying to fit in with them and i think like i believe in my opinion too many people are trying to fit in i think the second that you try not to fit in anymore you will blow up your business but like that's my point of view like what do you think about like fitting in
1: i think that it's such a It's such a trap really. It's it's a massive trap. And I and I constantly say to people to create distance rather than actually trying to fit in. Um create a distance um between those those things and those characters. Create a distance between the photographers that, that you that you think that um are your competition in some ways, because you're only competition with yourself. Create distance between the comparison trap that you might be seeing on Instagram or wherever else, because once we actually allow space for all of those things to, to go away, it's a lot easier for you to really look into yourself, dive deep into yourself, and writing down the things that you are really good at, and perhaps write down the things that you're really bad at as well, and really double down on the things that you're really good at. Um creating that distance will make things so much clearer, really, in terms of being intentional and making space um, for, for being who you are. Hey,
0: have you got any practical tips on that? You just said that you could probably like maybe remove yourself from toxic places or like with the stop comparing yourself with uh, people that are too close. Have you got any other practical tips that we can that we can use and think about right now to go towards more like opening up and showing our style and being ourselves?
1: Yeah, very much so. Again, it's almost like repeating myself, but doubling down on the things that make your heart sing it's the it's crucial thing, really. For me, personally, it's um, art in general, um, Basquiat, Andy Warhol, and um, really studying those, those guys and why they do what they do and, and their style, and uh, what really attracts me to them, really. For example, Basquiat, he has this. Um, aside from from being an incredible artist that is black, that I can actually relate to in some ways, someone that looks like me, is, that did amazing things. I look at him, and at the same time, I love the way he deconstructs things. So I try to do that within some of my Polaroids, for example, that I show to clients. Um, Andy Warhol. Uh, again, he incredible heart, artist, and his sense of aesthetic is just <laughs> it's just incredible, really. So having having that uh, awareness that I like his style because his aesthetic is is brutal. He's really really selective with with the things that he would select. Yeah, that, that's the thing, really. So doubling down on the things that you really like, whilst you you are trying to be individualistic, it's okay to look elsewhere. Um, to the things that you like, but analyze why you like those things. That's that's the step further that people sometimes really don't tend to do. Why do I like that? Why is it that I'm, I'm really prone or, or drawn to, to to that specific person? Why do I like Jai? And um, obviously because he, his attitude that go-get mentality, really. And I want that for myself. How can I get that? Okay, um, let's ask Jai to, to go on the podcast and ask him questions. It's that proximity thing, uh, that proximity principle at, at the same time. Um, yes, allow space for things to that you want to grow in and allow, allow space for those things to be produced but at the same time. And get close. Get close to the people that you really, really want to to be like or aspire to be like. Because those are the people that really will, will elevate you and, and, and will propel you forward, really. So surround yourself with people that are constantly saying, yes, go get it to you.
0: Man, I love that so much. And like like I know and like you know, like I surround myself with those same people that people that like if I share what I'm doing with them, they're like, yeah, you should do that. You can do it. Keep pushing. And no one ever tells me like, you shouldn't, you can't, you won't. And you know, it's a conscious choice. And I love just like what you're sharing there. And I want to just say like, you're almost just talking about allowing yourself to have curiosity because you're saying like, get close to these people, but actually study and learn like what are they doing and allow yourself to get curious and get into the minds of these people. So would you say like curiosity would be a lot around... um like finding, finding out your own style as well.
1: Yes, very much so. You, you have to be constantly constantly searching for things, constantly being hungry for, for new ways of creating, new ways of doing business. And this is why I admire you so much to that aspect really because you are constantly in some ways not reinventing yourself but constantly pushing things, constantly being, um, searching and, and, and finding ways how can we do the next big thing? How can we move on forward? And and yeah, you you have to you have to be constantly hungry in in a sense, really, in order to push things forward. So so yeah, in some ways, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here, really, because I want to I want to grow, I want to learn, and and at the same time, constantly want to push things forward. So at the same time, and um, whilst I'm a guest here, I would love to <laughs> as well ask you a few <laughs> questions, really. Let's because- do it. Let's do it. I think there's a lot to be learned really from you and the audience would absolutely love that. But yes, we're talking about individuality and everything else. But for you, what do you consider your superpower? What do you consider the one thing that pushes you forward and, and really gets you going?
0: Man, I I love that. And I think, like, one of my superpowers really is, and probably one of my biggest superpowers, is my relentlessness. It's like my ability to never hear a no and turn a no into a yes. And I do it on a daily basis with everyone, everywhere. I mean, that's how I book so much work. That's how I do all the things that I do because someone will say no to me and then I chase it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn that into a yes. I would say, yeah, just being resilient, right? Just being resilient and accepting rejection, accepting failure for me, like, as just a part of my daily life, it helps me to get above and a uh, so far forward in my career.
1: Yeah, that's that's really good. I think I think a good example of that resilience in some ways for you is it, it's it's minimal, but it, it just shows a, a little window really, and um, how you have been trying to get to Nura Patel as as a summit speaker and. And then you have been trying that for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And and even when he says no, <laughs> someone DMs you <laughs> and asking, we really would love to have Nirav Patel. <laughs> and your way to try and convince him even further is to just literally <laughs> repost at the and say, hey, Nirav, the demand is there. People want you. So, yeah, <laughs> I think... I think that even though he's constantly saying no, (laughs) eventually you wear him down. He will say yes, man. (laughs) He will say yes. I'll
0: wear him down. That's the thing. Like when it comes to relentlessness, like Narav has said no to me so many times. I've tried to get him on the podcast. I try and get him onto you know the summit. And he's he's probably sick of me showing up in these DMs every week because I've got a new reason why I'm like, Narav, I've got an idea. You need to be at the summit because of this. And then he'd be like, No, I don't. And all right, all right, okay, I'll get back to you. And then I'll think of another idea. Narav, I've got another idea. Like, you've got <laughs> be here, and he just keeps fighting back. Like, look, I I will one day when I'm ready, you know. And I'm like, all right, I'll get you, I'll get you, I'm back, you know. So I mean, that's just how it is. And if someone, I think like too many people think it's like, oh, Jai, things must just happen for you. There's no rejection. It's just easy, right? But people don't see it. Like for me to get people like Gary V on the summit, all the people that I get for what I need. It's not easy. There's no one that's easy. And like you know yourself, like different time zones. I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I'm ringing people. I hate ringing people. It's uncomfortable. I'm DMing people. It's uncomfortable. I'm like putting myself out there. Like it's uncomfortable. And then they say no. And then I say I make him say yes. And a good example of this is um, Jose Villa. He said no at the last summit, and I was like, I'm gonna get him. He's speaking at the next one, but he he said no again. And then I was like. I'm going to get you. And then I started asking him like, okay, so what are you doing now? And I'm like, what do you need? What are you working on? And then I worked out like what he's working on, what projects and stuff. And then I worked out how I could give him value. And then I said, hey, I'll swap you for that value if you speak at my summit. And I hustled him like that, you know? And so it's like, people don't just say no to me. I mean, yes to me. I'm not like some big time photographer that is like, oh yeah, I'll just say yes to Jai, of course. It's not like that at all. You've got to be relentless. You've got to accept those, you no, know, t- change those no's into a yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think that you hit the nail on the head there. Um, and it, it's, it's not even a hustleness. It's, it's really that innate ability or awareness that you can provide value to someone and that value can be reciprocated to you if you know how to provide value to that someone it's 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 that Mm. simple really and and i think that as as photographers in some ways um it's the amount of times that i get photographers asking me hey eagle can i second shoot to you hey eagle can i second shoot to you and um, i'd love to to carry your bags i'd love to do it whilst that's flattering and all that that's not going to get you into the door because you need to provide value you need to provide value in order to really (laughs) <laughs> get, get that thing going really if you really want a second shoot okay provide me some value
0: hey Igor can I come to the wedding this weekend with you and I'll bring my phone <laughs> and I'll bring my camera and I'll actually make a couple of little videos for your about page I'll make a little IGTV for you and I'll do some behind the scenes if you want some b-roll for anything coming up and I can hold your cameras and stuff hey and maybe if you let me could I just take a quick little photo for my portfolio what do you reckon can I come
1: Boom. That's it. That's it. Again, just provide Would you say yes to me or what? (laughs) 100%. 100%.
0: Dude, I have never had that message to me. Never. Not once. I think I've got like five DMs today of like, Jai, give me this. Jai, give me that. No one ever just DMs me and says, Jai, I want to give you something. You know what I mean? And so it changes the game. And so when you realize, like like you were saying before, it's a giver or taker, right? And so when I'm contacting someone, say like Nirav Patel or someone, I'm not just trying to take, take, take from him. I'm also working out like, what can I give him? What can I give him? What kind of value? How could I help? What do I need to unlock to br- make his life so much easier, better, give him as much abundance as I can? And in return, he could you know, bring something to my community. And I think about that all the time. It's the same as the summits, like take a little bit, maybe it's $7, give as much as I can. Always give more, always over-deliver, like over-promise, over-deliver, always, man. And, you know, it's the same as business maps, like here's some modules. I'm going to make some more modules. I'm going to give you more and more and more because for me, it's all about like I need to be a giver because the more that I give to the world, the more that I can actually comfortably accept as well, you know, and feel good about myself.
1: That's it. That's it. That's exactly it. And This is funny, literally the the way you said (laughs) in terms of the business map and the modules and and literally adding more value. So I'm creating my course at the moment and um, literally adding the modules and everything else. And I know that just simply seeing from how you do things that I know that we want to add extra things into the module afterwards. And I was chatting to my wife about it and she's like, so why would you want to add more modules afterwards? Surely people... We just buy the course Don't and get the module it. exactly, and get the modules that they have, and and that's it really. You, you're golden really, because you've created a work and you can just sell it. But it's it's about providing value. It's about constantly showing up, and people will appreciate that and give back even further because they know that the value that they're going to get it's so above and above and beyond. And whenever something else comes that in some ways intentionality. It's it's in some way expected already. And um, whatever you guys bring, we already know that the value is gonna be way above what we actually expect because you have that track record. So so yeah, I love that. I love that.
0: Can I give you one massive piece of advice that's gonna help you? Yes please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, like the big buzzword right now is like, you know, make an online course, sell some things and get passive income. And what the word, the buzzword is passive. And man, it's the killer of business, right? Passive anything like in business, nothing's passive anyway. Like you're making the course. It's not passive. You need to get on this podcast and hustle it. You need to, you need to make a sales funnel. You need to make ads. You need to try and scale it. You need to do, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's not passive. It's deferred income. But what most people do and the reason why they don't succeed is they set out to make something passive and then so they can get passive income. But when you make something passive, you only get passive results, right? So it's like, I'm getting passive income. I'm going to create this passive thing. I'm going to do some passive marketing and I'm going to get passive results. And it kills me that people go out there and do that. Like if anyone said to me, "Jai, you must just have passive income. You've got a course. I'm like, it's anything but passive. I work 12 hours a day. I hustle the thing like, do you have to? I'm like, well, do I want to be successful? Because if I want to be passive and have passive income, that's different to what I want. And so for you and your course, man, don't ever think about passive. And if anyone tells you, like, just let it be passive, like don't be passive for your students. Don't be passive for their results. Don't be passive for yourself. Like go after it.
1: Man, that's that's so incredible and and definitely something that um, I'm definitely going to take away. And, and I love this. I love this. This is what I mean in terms of like of finding finding people that you can really connect with and, and just, again, push you forward to thank you, man. That's, this is exactly it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's why
0: you're here, man. I'm giving you value. You know, you're on my podcast. i got to make sure I'm giving you something right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Okay, I've got another question. What's the thing you wish you learned earlier in your life or your career?
0: Ooh, that's a good, really good question, but, like, I actually get asked this a little bit and there's almost nothing. There's almost nothing because I think everything has led me to today, and I've had so many failures, and I think so many people wish they could take them back. But I kind of like I needed my failures so I can keep showing up the way that I do. And I think everything has perfectly led me to this point in my life right now, where nothing's perfect. Of course, I'm not you know as successful as I want to be, and I'm not doing the things I want to do. But I'm on a path that I'm working out my own feet and. If I had the knowledge that I had now, like years ago, it would have been lost on me because I wasn't ready for it. And so right now at this exact moment, I'm exactly ready. Like if you say something interesting on this podcast today, I would be taking it in, thinking about it, Processing it, using it. But three years ago, I wouldn't be because I was listening to iTunes or, you know, whatever it is. So I think for me, like, there's no regrets. Like, it's a learning curve. There's things I don't know now that I wish I did know, but I know that I need to be on that path to learn those things. And I have to, you know, um, there's this guy named Dean Grazioski, and he says, like, it's called the success tax. I have to pay my success tax. I can't take a shortcut. So yes, I want to know those things. And yes, I'm going to sign up to a business coach. and I'm going to learn as fast as I can, whatever it is, but I know I have to put in the work.
1: That's great. That's great. I think, it's having that gratefulness for your past, really. And in some ways, whilst you're grateful for your past for the mistakes that have happened, and um, you're not looking back, but very much looking ahead and, and doing your own no, thing. I'm only that's over
0: looking, looking ahead. Yeah, man, absolutely. Don't even remember that's yesterday, amazing. but I definitely know what's happening <laughs> tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Okay, what are the things in your life at the moment that take courage?
0: Man, right now, I've got a project that I'm working on. I don't know when this airs, right? Um, This podcast episode. But so people will find out this during the summit. But right now, during the summit, I'm recording a documentary. So this week, right? I'm recording a documentary. And what I've done is I've got five days, $2,000, and I have to start a successful wedding photography business. All from scratch. No Instagram, no website, no gear, no name, no connections, no friends. And I have to go from no weddings to like a portfolio website, bookings leads shoots and even shoot a wedding. So I'm doing that right now and man I've like it's been so long since I've been this uncomfortable because I'm going up to people in the street like hey are you getting married? Do you want some a photographer? Like I'm doing everything that I can. I'm going to venues, I'm building a website, <laughs> I'm getting leads. I'm ge- I'm getting uncomfortable. And what one crazy thing is man, after this week it hasn't finished yet so I, I can't tell you the, the results of it but I'm working really hard, right? And I think when people watch this documentary that we're airing at the summit, people are going to say like, fuck Jai, you worked so hard that week. Now I know what it takes to have a successful business. But what they didn't see is this week, we're launching the summit. I'm releasing like a client journal. I'm releasing email templates and we've got so much going on. So during the day, I'm starting a successful business in five days for $2,000. and It looks like I'm doing so much. But during the night, I'm doing even more. So it's going to be funny because people will be like, I don't believe I did that in five days. But we're actually <laughs> turning it down. Because if you've actually seen what I did in five days, not only did we make the documentary and started like successful business, I'm also launching a summit, which is like time intensive, man. Like I've been... I'm at a studio right now and we've been recording videos for like the last 12 hours just for like all the future content and stuff like that. So that's something recent. That's a project that no one knows about yet that we're keeping it secret and um, it's really exciting but keeps me so uncomfortable. Don't know why I'm doing it. Don't want to do it but I'm doing it because I felt compelled to do it and because I love being uncomfortable and I know something great is going to come from being in that space.
1: Yeah, that's, that's such a great idea. I've seen, I've seen things like that being done before, but never throughout industry. And, and, and even just thinking about it, it's <laughs> itching a little bit because it, yeah. it's going to be uncomfortable. It's, whew, you're very uh, much it's uncomfortable. Yourself in, in, in such a weird position, really. But I love it as well, because there's no BS about it, really. You'll be able to show people that you can do it. There's steps that you can take, and at the same time, that's your superpower again, relentlessness being shown in in such a crucial way, really, so nah, that's incredible,
0: and we're showing everything too, like I'm showing the process of starting a business name, all my advertising, what I'm doing, how I get a lead, how I book a wedding, like I don't know if I'm booking a wedding yet, but like how how everything goes, man, so it's going to be interesting, and I believe it's going to be mind blowing for people to see i book work or that just how much how much i get done in one week basically
1: yeah yeah that's incredible you can only imagine (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, only a couple more questions and what is your biggest accomplishment that changed your life forever You, you can very much see a massive turning point from that specific accomplishment
0: I think my biggest accomplishment was going bankrupt when I was 20 years old after having a cafe and starting that cafe. Like I think that was the biggest thing yeah. because because it pivoted my life so much and it showed me like I was such I failed so hard, right? And I think like failing that hard was like, damn, it's only up from here and it just made me want to go even harder on it. So I think it just changed my mindset and really push me that way, which is very unconventional like achievement for so many people. But hey, if you can fail that hard early on, it means you can have longer amount of success, like prolonged success. And one thing that no one ever talks about is the opportunity cost. If you don't get successful until you're much older, which most people do, they set themselves up so they can retire at 70 then you have such a short window of opportunity of doing cool things. And so people don't realize, like for instance, if you become a millionaire in your 50s, it's different to in your 20s because in your 30s, you can do some cool shit. And in your 40s, you can do some cool shit in your 50s, right? And I'm talking cool shit all over the place. Like I'm talking like you could run a summit, you could, you could do so many amazing things, so many projects, you can create so much art and you're out of the rut of like struggling to, like being scared of failure and and struggling to like make ends meet, I guess. So yeah, for me, my biggest achievement to date is losing it all at 21 years old.
1: No, that's that's incredible. And it's definitely not the answer I was expecting really because you you expect someone to just (laughs) say um, something like, oh yeah, I won this award or uh, this, I created an, an incredible course. Whatever it is, really, you expect you expect it to be something that you literally won at. Um, you punched yeah. you, you punched adversity <laughs> in the face, and you won. Not in this case, saying that oh, <laughs> this was this was my biggest failure, but I actually learned from it, and and it took my mindset my mindset to a total other level. So no, that's incredible. It
0: did man, and that's what it's all about. Like if you can do something that takes you to another level, like that's what it was about. That's incredible. All right, let's go into one more question and then we'll go Final and question. talk about your course. Yeah.
1: Yes. What is the thing that resets you? Whenever you, you find it that you've <laughs> you got so much going on or whatever else, what is the thing that just literally resets you?
0: Jeez, that's a hard question, man. Really hard. And I actually think um, like a reset is when a project's done and – it's finished like whether it's successful or not but then it feels like oh that's done you know it's like the wedding photography summit like right now it's just like there's so much going on like it's it's all happening and then once it's done it's like it's done there's nothing else happening and then for me I, I like allow myself the space to like go reflect a little bit like how was that how did it make me feel how did I I always think about like how I didn't do a good enough job basically and I'm like how could I do that better how could I do that better and then from there I get reset and then I get all my energy back, all my creativity, all my motivation, and then I'm ready to rip back into it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, And in some ways, I expected that really. Your reset period, I'm sure that it's going to be like very short because five hours. Uh, you can't wait to get back (laughs) man
0: after the last summit we all went down to the pub to have some beers and i think i was there for like one hour celebrating and then everyone's like oh so what's happening now and i was already like brainstorming like this is what we're gonna do it is gonna be so much bigger and we're gonna get this person to speak at the next one and everyone's like calm down man aren't you proud of what you just made and i'm like yeah but that was like you know a few hours ago like it's over so many of us we hang on to like we create something and we think it's like it's so meaningful and stuff but it's already gone you have to let go of it it's out to the world like people can you know they can do whatever they want but as a creator like you never get stuck on the stuff you made before like as a musician like you're not stuck on the old albums you're ready to make a new album all the time and i think that's just like really important as a creator to stay creative is always working forwards and letting go of the past letting go of past projects letting go of past photos letting go of past The books or essays or like whatever that you have created as a creative, like allow people to go and copy that, allow people to go look at it, to use it, to build off it. Like, man, because you're already moving forward.
1: That's it. That's it.
0: Tell me about your course, man.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, my course.
0: I want to know all about it.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm glad you asked. It's, (laughs) it's a, a course on editing and aesthetics. It's called The Great Edit. And, and it's very much on the premise that constantly I get in my DMs people asking, hey, Eagle, do you sell presets? And um, can we have a mentoring session on editing? Hey, do you sell presets? How can I get colors like you? Tones like this and tones like that. And whilst I don't sell presets, and I don't believe that. It's there, but they are a bad thing because they're not. My my whole individual approach to this is very much that I'd very much rather sit down with you, teach you literally everything I know. Again, it's the whole thing of providing as much value as possible, and um, teach you everything I know. And, and that way, you can very much decipher things for yourself, break it down, and the main takeaway really or the main aim or goal is people to find their own individual style in order to really break away from that cookie-cutter way of people's work looking exactly the same. So, yeah. I can't Sounds understand.
0: amazing. I'm signing up to this thing, man. Tell me more. Like, like How cheap is this thing? Tell me the price.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the price is not set yet, but it'll be around 400 to 500 pounds. It'll be around that, really, around that mark. Come on. Um, it can't be
0: that cheap. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm learning from you, Joe. I'm
0: learning. It can't be um, that cheap, man. The, I mean, the thing is, like, you, you got to think about, like, how much value it brings someone. And when I have I've seen your stuff, and for me, like, personally, I would want to pay more, and for a few different reasons. One is because I want to support you so you can keep bringing in more modules and stuff, and two, because I know I'm going to get so much from it because I've Seeing your stuff, and so I love supporting people like yourself. When I see something that comes at quality, I'm like, take my credit card and just put in the numbers and just make that shit happen. You know what I mean? I think it's just so important, (laughs) like around our mindsets. We need to be thinking about that, like not trying to hold back on like supporting people like yourself that are creating great resources for the community. It's like no, like charge something proper and then make sure that you're given that service that we actually want and make something incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. In some ways, part of me really <laughs> wants to provide an insane amount of value, and and again, it, it goes back to that to that idea of setting the tone of people expecting, perhaps seeing this, but they know that that they'll they'll literally get this in terms of amount of value because again, I've set the precedent to that in some way. So so yeah, but. I'm super stoked about it, and um, there's there's incredible modules there that that really blow people away. But one that I'm really really excited about is the case studies module, where I ask some of my all-time favourite photographers, and um, to send me their raw images, and and I try to edit as close as awesome. possible to to their image. And and whilst that may sound like insane, and um, the whole idea is to even the, even though it, um, I might not get exactly the same. The simple fact that you're trying to get as close as possible, you will learn so much simply by trying to put those incremental steps in order to, to do this. So how did you get that? How, how were the shadows achieved? How was anything really achieved in that?
0: I love that, man. You're teaching us how to fish. You're teaching us how to fish instead of selling us fish. It's amazing.
1: And exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the main point, really.
0: Hey, so I have to actually wrap it up now because um, I'm in a venue and um, they're just about to close. Hey, so just to bring it back on my selfish behalf, can you give, when, when it comes out, not an affiliate link or anything, I don't want to get paid for this, but can you give all the people inside the business map a discount so they can come over and um, enjoy your course?
1: 100% guaranteed. Definitely guaranteed. Because... There you go.
0: I'm looking after my community. It all goes around.
1: Definitely,
0: definitely. Awesome, man. Hey, I appreciate you so much. I'm sorry I had to cut today short. And um, No, no, no.
1: Um, it's, it's been great, man. Um, it's always great to hear from you and, and, and go back and forth. So, so, yeah, this has been great.
0: Awesome. Hey, are you going to buy a ticket to the
1: summit? 100%. Yes,
0: <laughs> I did it.
1: <laughs> that's that's not, not, not a given.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really excited to get you back on the podcast again as well. So I don't want you to think this is the only podcast episode I'm hassling you on. I want to get you back and I want to um, dive deeper with you. So we're going to do it again. Okay?
1: Yeah. I'll hunt you down. I'll literally hunt you down. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> hey, so where can people find you and say hi on Instagram.
1: It's really easy. It's, everything is EgoDenber. So ego EgoDenber on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, so yeah, EgoDenber. Just remember that name.
0: Love it, man. Send and love your way. Thank you so much for being a part of my community and bringing all those great questions and that great insight. We'll speak to you soon.
1: Thank you so much, man. Super grateful to be here and I can't wait to be back. Thank you, Jar. You're amazing.